to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. In this episode, the CEO of Bonjoro is back with us with another interesting conversation. Join us as he tells us more about reducing churn rate, inspiring customer loyalty, and turning customers into super fans. So I want to talk about um, like customer retention. I want to talk about that a little bit because I think that absolutely plays into when the minute they step on into your platform or you know, knock on your door, you guys are ready to delight them. And so I want to talk about maybe some of like the best strategies for businesses to reduce their churn rate, right? So churn rate being the amount of people that are unhappy, that aren't delighted, that don't have a good experience, aren't onboarded correctly. Um, and I want to talk to you about that a little bit because you guys seem to specialize in the fact that the minute that you step in my house, I'm giving you an appetizer. I'm giving you a glass of wine. I'm going to give you the most comfy chair. I'm going to rub your back. Like you guys really take care of people. So I want to talk about that a little bit because I think there's a lot to learn from for businesses when it comes to once again delighting their customers. Yeah. So I think the first the first thing to say is, you know, as a business, we're four years four years old now. And like I said earlier on, we started out on this sort of uh, customer onboarding, customer welcoming piece. So that's what video for us was all about. It wasn't just about um, you know, the video email thing. And actually, I'll, I'll very quickly tell a story about how Bonjour came to be, because I think this is important to this. So mm-hmm. yeah, when I joined the company, I actually joined Matt on a business called Verbay. It was a market research tool, and it was market research done all over the world with mobile video. So we worked for lots of branding agencies and things and creative agencies. Um, and the issue we had being based out in Sydney was that most of these like prospects that he needed to get in the door and keep with us were based in London and New York. So Matt's bright idea, this was way back in 2015, was I'm going to record a video for every new lead. I'm going to record a video for my existing customers and send it to them. And he basically hacked together like an MVP of Bonjoro. And when he did that, the types of responses he got back in terms of the enthusiasm and the sort of connections that he made with customers were like through the roof. So Bonjoro came from that initial sort of MVP hack. Mm -hmm. And then when people started saying, hey, Matt, how did you actually do this? Uh, like if you built this i'd probably buy it then matt said okay like if you put some money down we'll go away and build this thing so that's sort of like <laughs> you get got the money too like if you like yeah, it yeah. make it even better you just gotta give me some cash yes we span bonjour out of this other business um so and so the first thing i'd say is like uh delighting customers and like activation and for me like customer retention comes from how do you make the best first impression so you know i would say use bonjour but We've been going four years. We've sent a personalized one-to-one welcome video to every single new sign-up to Bonjoro in those four years. And that has a significant impact on retention. And what we saw, one of our first big proof points for Bonjoro working was a company called ConvertKit, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners would have heard about. Their head of customer success, Matt Ragland, started using Bonjoro. Um, they were sending personalized videos and highly contextual videos because with Bonjour you can see like data about your customer in the Bonjour app and you're recording it. So you're not just saying like, hey, welcome to ConvertKit. You can actually talk to their use case and talk to them specifically. Um, and within three months of using Bonjour, their churn rate had come down, I think, 17%. So that was a big thing for us. That suddenly a lot of SaaS companies started seeing that. And that sort of spiraled outwards as well. And then suddenly, boom, like loads of SaaS companies came in. And we're using Bonjuro as that sort of spark for activation, but also for customer retention. So I think the people coming in the door, like what do you do early on, has a much bigger impact on your retention than you can ever imagine, I think. So I guess that's like the first thing to say. Well, let me tell you this too. And I, I believe, if I remember correctly, I think ConvertKit is doing like $2 million a month. And so 17%, so do 17% on $2 million and tell me what kind of an impact that has. That's silly money. 
I mean, because if you understand it about reducing churn rate, it's it, very difficult to do. But I, I love the fact of like, once again, how are we going to delight them when they come in the door? And, and the fact that ConvertKit was that you guys were working with them to be able to do that. And then obviously others saw that and said, hey, wait a second, we got to jump on this as well. Great tips, Ollie. However, please allow me to pause the conversation for a minute and talk to our listeners. My team and I can offer you customized digital marketing services that can help you skyrocket your brand's growth. We can handle everything from online PR and content marketing to influencer marketing and much more. To contact us or learn more about our services, visit our website at shanebarker.com. And now back to the conversation with Ollie. So um, another thing you kind of touched on was about turning, you said how to make um, the, your, I guess your audience, the people that like your product into super fans. So how do you, I mean, as a market, like how do you turn your customers into advocates or super fans? Biggest, biggest thing is to involve them. I think um, don't forget to involve them. Like, like too often as marketers, well, I, well, I know a lot of good marketers and you know, I know you do this and I know other good marketers do this is to sort of turn it around instead of just speaking to your audience. We see a lot more, I see a lot more across lots of channels like social as well. People asking more questions of their audience. So definitely do that with your customers um, and do it daily. I think like, make it a constant conversation like lift the hood we see more people sort of lifting the hood on their journey but we do that a lot and you know sending these bear onesies like going back to those this was about like trying to make them feel like they're actually part of our story um and also like things like when we're building our website i go out to a heck of a lot of people like saying you know, do you want to get involved in our sort of case studies and we we don't just sort six case studies i'll go out and speak to 50 100 150 customers because i want to try and take a little snippet from each of them and put them up in lights somewhere and i think there are a heck of a lot of opportunities across like your sort of marketing like customer success role um, to make your customers feel really included and that's not just like your facebook community or all these other things it's like actively making them feel like they're very much part of your company's journey. And I know there are still lots of our customers that feel like they're sort of responsible for Bonjoro becoming this like big thing. And that's a huge part of customer attention because those people aren't gonna go anywhere and they're actually gonna bring you a lot more customers too. Yeah, I mean, you're looking for those advocates. You're looking for the people that are the super fans. And I think that's awesome to really, to play on that because those are the people, once again, and you do that to try to turn everybody into a super fan by, once again, delighting them and doing things that are over and beyond, like sending out a bear outfit, right? Like, I mean, that's like, you can only imagine the amount of bear outfits. How many bear, do you know how many bear fit outfits you guys have sent out? Do you have any idea? I'm not sure. I'd have to ask Amy, who's our, she's actually our chief delight officer, so she has a title. Chief like delight officer. How did you, did she go to school to be a chief delight? I can't <laughs> say it. Delight officer? That's awesome. Maybe. She went to drama school, so she's got like the, she brings a lot of energy, which, which helps. She's the CDO. Is that what we're looking at? The CDO. chief delight officer. That is yeah. awesome. Well, I, not that I would ever want her not to, 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 to be fired, but I bring a lot of delight and, and I'm not saying that you guys have to bring me on, but I enjoy being delightful. <laughs> and I would like to think other than my wife, everybody else thinks I'm delightful too. No, I'm just kidding. My wife actually thinks I am delightful uh, for the most part, 80% of the time. Um, awesome. So what are we talking, when we talk about the, um, customer loyalty, right? Cause we have like super fans, like when, what are some, or what are some other things that you would recommend in regards to customer loyalty? Like, how do you guys, cause it's a, you have the personalized videos that you guys send out to your actual clientele, your customers. Um, what are the things you guys do for customer loyalty? Is there anything else to, to help reel those people in and help, you know, make them into super fans? Um, well, we've got, 
I, I might actually share one of our sort of latest ideas that we're just about to kickstart. So we're always trying to come up with new things to do. So we're just about to start this thing called a customer delight, well, like a customer delight hub. Um, no, sorry, pod, customer delight pod. And basically, we're going to split up. Everybody on our team is going to be given a specific budget uh, every month. And every month, you're going to get like $500, $1,000 and be allocated specific customers to then go out and, I don't know, wow them. Because we've done this in sort of bit piece in the past. And we haven't systematized this bit. Um, so we've done things before, like we've just gone out and bought like a customer's like book. If we know they've just like published a book or something, we'll buy it and we'll let them know that we've bought it. Or we'll say, hey, we want to buy 10 copies of your book and send it to our other customers. And so like we're always trying to like connect up our customers and like make little intros and like get people in front of other people. So, like those sorts of things, I think they sort of feel like a little bit intangible, but it's like flattering people, but also like doing it because you are genuinely interested in their business too. Um, so. You know what drives me crazy is that when you say this, what you're doing is so simplistic, but so impactful, right? Like the smallest thing of, hey, let me go buy 10 of your books at $10 a piece. That's $100 for somebody to go, man, thank you guys for recognizing that I came out with this book and buying 10 copies and whatever that is. It's it's just, the, it's the small things, right? And I love the fact that everybody's going to have their own budget. Um, and then anybody that you know, from the Bonjoro team that's listening to this right now, you have my email and you can delight me if you have the cash. And <laughs> like, you can send me whatever. I mean, gold coins or, you know, whatever you guys want to send me. I drink craft beer, so we might want to put that on the list. Um, but no, but I, all joking aside, like, I think it's awesome where you, A, we're improving the platform and the different things there, but it's like, how do we, like, it's just, it's small little things of like showing your appreciation. And, and it's those small things. And it's crazy because even if it's a small thing, you buy one book, there's other companies that don't do that. Like, what are you yeah. doing to like, you know, you know, it's so much harder. We talk about this. It's so much harder to grab new customers than to keep your current customers and just little stuff like that. Like I've received, you know, I mean, I get, you know, Christmas time, I get packages from companies that I haven't worked with in eight months, but it's crazy like shirts and all this kind of stuff. And I, I love that because it's like, it's just showing that you care. You know, you're yeah. like, hey, I want to appreciate you, whether you're, you know, $30 a month, $50 a month or 10 grand a month. Like people have to really, really think about that. The A, hey, now people are going to have this little budget to be able to wow people, which is awesome. But like, what are you doing to like, to, to have that connection? Because there's people are always, there's always going to be competitors that come out with a product that's similar to yours that have better benefits that have this and that have that. But what are you doing to really, really show the customers that you have, that you love them and that, that you really appreciate them? And it's yeah. little stuff like that. Like I'll give you another, this is a small example. I have, so I work, this is a whole nother conversation, but I do stuff for the small business administration for the government in, in the US to help during COVID time. So I've been doing some kind of, not volunteering, but kind of volunteering um, when it comes to consulting for businesses. And I had one of my clients, her name is Julia. She's an absolute sweetheart. She got me a $50 Amazon gift card for Christmas, which is crazy. And I, I will tell you this right now, my brother, who I love, didn't give me anything, which is okay. That's all right. Like I, we're all at different places, but it's like <laughs> my, my point of that isn't to give my brother a hard time, but the point of that is, <laughs> is that I have Julia that like, you know, gave me a $50 Amazon gift card, which is just to say, hey, when I appreciate, you know, the work that you've put in with our business and, and helped us with consulting. Like, I love yeah. that. that. That's super awesome. And once again, not that it's the $50, not that I need the gift card, but 
it's just the fact that she just thought about that. Like, what are you doing to, to thank people, you know, yeah. and whether they're customers or clients or, or even family members or people like to show your appreciation for them in your life. And I, I think, I think that's awesome. I guess what I'm saying is yeah. that's, that's awesome that people are going to have a little fun set aside for that. I think, I think that's the thing as well. Like, I think the key with this is like giving people a license. Like if your team's quite big as well, your, your, uh, employees might not know that they can do this stuff so you almost need to unlock it with two things one is like build a system around it have someone that heads that thing up so they can give other people the permission to do it um the other thing is just to like top down have that like that ethos and say like you guys have license to do this i think like you know like you think about like 20 30 years ago in business people would like take people out for lunches wine and dining all of that stuff and that petered away and it never really came back in the right way um, for, for enough businesses, I think. So actually, I think like most businesses, if you're a CEO or you know, whatever, like MD, you should be trying to make sure that you're giving that express permission to your employees to say, it's okay to do this stuff. Like that's the first part of it. Um, our, our thing is to have a system and have someone that heads it up. Chief Delight Officer, not a lot of people do that, but I think more people should. I like it. No, having a CDO, that's one way to tell everybody, hey, we're giving the green light. So tell us a little bit. I want to hear um, about Bonjoro's like some some client success stories. I know you guys have a lot of them, and we probably don't even have enough hours in the day to hear about all of them. But do you have a few that you can you can showcase? Yeah, yeah. So, so I want to give one that's really uh, relatable, probably to a lot of people listening, because most people have this sort of funnel created. So the beauty of Bonjoro is basically linking up to specific uh, specific parts of your customer journey. So let's imagine a, a, you know, a, a funnel where you've got a lead magnet set up and you want to make sure that you're sort of giving that person the best experience and going on and converting that person into a customer at some point. So um, a customer we have, Tracy, uh, she runs a company called Video Script Success. So she came up with this great idea. So she's got a lead magnet that had been working pretty well. Um, and what she would do is anybody that downloaded the lead magnet, she would invite them via email to her private Facebook community. And it's on her private Facebook community that she would then nurture them and then try and turn them into a paying customer at some point in the future by giving lots of value in that community. So she just did a simple switch. So she switched out sending emails to the people that came in, downloaded Lead Magnet, went over to the Facebook community. She switched it to a personalized video. And her personalized videos, if you're watching, there's a, if you go to our blog on the website, you can find her case study. Uh, really great story. And I love the way she records them. They're just relatable, friendly, really sort of like kooky. And they're all a bit different. They're all like highly personal. They're not like cookie cutter. Um, and she increased her percentage of uh, leads that went over to her Facebook community from 7% of people to 55%. So like almost one in two people. Suddenly it's like, bang, they're all joining her Facebook community because she's just this one thing with video. Um, and also she she told us when we were chatting to her about this, that she brought down her like lead nurture time in her community suddenly came down from like a few months to like three to five days. People, when they went in the community, were pretty much already to, ready to buy. So I love that. I love that because it's it's just that once again, and what does it really take? I mean, it takes a few seconds, right? It doesn't take a lot. That's what I love about it. And people go, oh, but I have to do 20 videos or I'm like, yeah, but you're doing 20 video, like you're doing a personal touch thing that's like insane and it really is not going to take you that much time and people are going to be wowed. Like there's the thing, if everybody was doing this and it, it wouldn't be exciting. The problem is, is not that many people are doing it, right? Not enough people are doing it. So I love that 
I just love that you, you just have to figure out where it makes sense to use this in that customer journey and probably sooner than later, right? Because the idea is just people are like, I can't believe that Shane or Tracy or Ollie or whoever just sent me a personalized video talking about thanks for joining my course or doing this or doing that. Like there's no better way to reel somebody in. I mean, we think about social media, like, you know, people used to get super pumped, like on social media, when you have a celebrity or something that would respond to you or like something and you're like, oh my God, it's like, now can you imagine if you're joining a course and you're like, hi, I really look up to this individual, this thought leader, and now they send me a personalized video. Like they took the time, they know who I am now. Like there's, there's, a, there's a psychology behind that that is absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. And I get all excited about it. Like I haven't even, you know, I don't, I don't even use it to its full capacity and, and I'm pumped about it. So, and it's, it's interesting, you, you just said then as well, like the perfect time to use it. It's interesting, like early last year, January last year, I published this like playbook of perfect times to use it. I essentially just spoke to every one of our customers. I was like, how are you using this thing? What's happening? What results are you getting? And then I pulled out all the people that were getting like amazing metrics and like crazy things happening and just published this thing called the video funnel playbook. So that's like, if you're thinking, how the heck do I use this thing? already did it so you can just go to our site and find that you know the, the playbook and just and use those as your inspiration so i'm i am i'm just writing down video playbook video funnel playbook yeah. so i can look at that because i will be looking at that after thanks ollie it's been a great episode and now i'm sure our listeners know how to reduce churn rate improve retention and build customer loyalty for our listeners thanks for listening and i hope you head over to bonjoro's website to check out their video funnel playbook on our next episode, Ollie will come back to talk about B2B affiliate marketing. Stay tuned.